0: Good football fans, welcome back to the Fourth and Mile Podcast. Alongside my good friends Brady Bradley and Jeremy, my name is Josh. and We appreciate you all tuning in. So most of Week Two in the books, boys. How are we feeling?
1: Well, let's just call it all a Week Two, right? There's not a game here on Monday night, is no.
0: There? Goodness, there? No, goodness, there is. I can't think. There of is
1: a game on Monday night. Is the Packers and the Lions? What
0: this would the spread have what's... to be for you to take the Lions? Thirty-five.
1: <laughs> Green Bay coming off a 35 point loss. That's what I'm playing saying. Playing Detroit. Like, it had to be like 10.5. Do you take it? No. No, it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Sorry, we're not trying to jinx your
2: team, Becker, but is it it's just about setting to be... me up for no, just not. sadness. It is man. not. It's not. It is I mean, not you'd not be so joy. You'd be you
0: we, you want to know what that's ball. called?
2: That's called hedging your bets because <laughs> if they're right, hey, they're right. But if they're wrong, then the Packers might lose. Whoa, this is the one that said whoa. 35 points. First, I was being, I was actually being hundred percent serious on that too.
1: So if it was 10 and a half, would you take it or not?
2: Uh, I would take the lions. Okay. But that's then fair. Cat biters. I'm telling you to win by more than 10 points in the NFL. I feel like is really tough.
1: That's fair. That's Especially that's in a fair.
2: division game. Go lions. I like didn't <laughs> need caps. Okay.
1: <laughs> but let's get started with our NFL notables. Um and unfortunately in our notables we are just talking about quarterback injuries. Goodness. So throughout the whole Sunday there was just a bunch of quarterbacks in and out. Um guys like Baker Mayfield was in and out. Um but here's our four main quarterbacks that are in question for playing next week. Andy Dalton for the uh Chicago Bears, I believe he's already been ruled out for next week, correct? He's been, gonna miss some significant time.
2: I think bigger? it was I think it was MCL. So I think it's like I think he's out this next week, but I think it just depends on the severity of the tear.
1: Okay. Tua uh with a kind of a scary rib injury where he had to get carted off the field for a rib injury. So that's really scary. Um what they said was it's basically pain tolerance. Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor is this is the guy that's gonna miss at least this next week. He's out at least Timor. Yep. Out at least four weeks for Tarod Taylor. So it's you're you're looking at Davis Mills or dare I say Deshaun Watson? They already said, they already said Deshaun Watson's inactive <laughs> for next week. Um Carson Wentz actually injured both ankles, Frank Reich said. I I, I don't know how he plays this next week, but um interesting to say the least. And then last, certainly but not least, MVP candidate. Yes, you heard it here. MVP candidate Derek Carr. Um, is dealing with a foot-slash-ankle injury. Uh, If I had to guess he would play, just with the toughness that he is and and how um, the Raiders work, I bet he plays next week, but something to keep an eye on as well. Um, Guys, let's talk about the backup quarterbacks here. We're probably only talking about Superflex leagues that we're going to play these guys, but which one is a low-end QB2 that you'd be willing to pick up?
2: I think you gotta start with Justin Fields. I mean, just the upside of being a rookie quarterback and you can see, um, I don't wanna say the scare that you can get in starting a rookie quarterback when you see Zach Wilson throws 10 attempts and four of more picks at one point. So you get hesitant about starting a rookie quarterback but as far as upside, um, Justin Fields with both his legs and his arm ability, plus he's got talent around him. Darnell Mooney looks like he's secured a spot as the wide receiver two for them. Uh, I think Justin Fields would be the guy that I would be lean toward.
0: I'm sorry when he said both his legs, I was just imagining a one leg quarterback hobbling around in the pockets.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, Jeremy, which backup quarterback besides Justin Fields would, would you want to pick up? Justin Fields is the high upside with his legs, aka Josh. Both of his legs. <laughs> Every quarterback has two legs. Which quarterback <laughs> would you like, Jeremy?
3: I think I probably have to go with Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's the most experienced for sure, and capable, and he also has a decent amount of weapons. I mean, I'm definitely staying away from Eason.
2: Do not play Jacob Eason. (laughs) Jacob Eason is
3: brutal. We saw him in
1: the
0: preseason. Do not play Jacob Eason. Not happening. (laughs) Don't do it.
2: So to be honest with you guys, like it's it's those two guys because Derek Carr. Uh, Marcus Mariota is dealing with, I think a hamstring injury right now, or I was going to say, yeah. So, so it's Nathan Peterman. Like you're not, you're not starting Nathan Peterman.
1: Mm. Nope. Starting quarterback for the Buffalo bills one week. (laughs) (laughs) Could be, could be the guy. Um, let's get into our week two recap. We're going to try and go through all these games as fast as possible and highlight the, uh, the top moments from them. So we're going to start with the Thursday night football game. The New York football giants took on the Washington football team, uh, Washington won because of a an encroachment or a neutral zone infraction by the Giants on a field goal. Um, so the score was thirty to twenty nine. Uh, Daniel Jones and Terry McLaurin went absolutely nuts in this game. Um, I guess I'll start with Josh. We're going to talk about one of the guys you kind of been pounding the table for. It's it's uh, Gibson. I, I'm blanking on his first
0: name. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson.
1: Did not get the red zone work. It it's it's seeming like. JD McKissick's going to be part of the offense. How do you feel going forward? Are you panicked with Antonio Gibson?
0: Panicked? No concern, yes. Um, you you were hoping to see week one, he had a lot more receiving work, and then McKissick just came in like a bat out of hell week two for the receiving game. And it's just, if he's not getting the goal line work or the receiving work, his ceiling is just so capped. And it's it's early in the year. You'd like to think that like Gibson was a receiver in college. He has the ability in the receiving game. I just, I don't know. We can't really change the coaching, coaching scheme. And if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. That's the confusing part for me.
1: Jeremy, I'm going to turn it over to you on Sterling Shepard. He was targeted 10 times, had 94 receiving yards on nine catches. Uh, Is this a guy that you would play, I'm, I'm guessing, probably in your flex spot next week they play Atlanta?
3: Yes. Start him up. I mean, he's averaging nine and a half targets a game right now, averaging eight, eight catches a game and over a hundred yards. And he scored in in one of the games. I mean, this is, he is uh, they're unquestioned wide receiver one, even with Kenny Galday, even, even with Kenny Galday, because Kenny G's looked solid, but Sterling is open. Like if you watch the games, he's consistently open. And Daniel Jones is like staring at him, trying to throw him the ball. So this is the guy to own, I think, right now in that offense, and he is absolutely playable and definitely start him up against the Falcons.
1: Bradley, before we move on to the next game, starting Saquon Barkley next week. Atlanta. Uh,
2: yes, without okay. a doubt.
1: Okay, we're moving out to Carolina versus New Orleans. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we need to talk about anything on New Orleans' side. Kamara, you're still going to play him. Just a, a really weird week. Um, Callaway, are you keeping Callaway?
2: No, I think he's not. Well, I think his preseason buzz
1: is gone. Yep. Very much so. Cause he had, he had two targets in week one, four targets in week two. That's not good. Nope.
0: No, not great. I would like, depending on like the Ross, like the bench size, I would still consider holding him for the potential like target share increase. Uh, I, he's such a weird, he's such a weird one.
3: I think I'd hold him for one more week. If, I mean, if, if you're, You've got somebody you can pick up. Obviously, yeah, you can drop them. But you've seen kind of the highs of Jameis, and we've seen the low, obviously, in week two. But in either of those games, we didn't see a ton of pass volume, really. I mean, even week one with five touchdowns, he didn't have a crazy amount that he threw the ball. So I think I'd I'd hold on one more week just to see if you're going to get anything different. At that point, I mean, after week three, you can definitely cut bait. I mean, I, I don't disagree with anybody that cuts him after this week.
1: Okay, let's let's turn it over to the Carolina side. 2-0, and a big win against New Orleans. Sam Darnold, very much so rosterable, for sure in, uh, playable in super flex, but rosterable I feel like in single quarterback leagues right now. Um, he threw it 38 times, had 300 passing yards and two touchdowns. Obviously, you're playing Christian McCaffrey. Bradley, how do you feel about your boy, DJ Moore?
2: I feel phenomenal about DJ Moore. I mean, okay. eight targets, 11 targets. He He's getting fed the ball, and he's, and he's doing something with it as well.
1: Jeremy, Josh, scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you on Robbie Anderson? He's only been targeted nine times in two weeks, so that's an average of four and a half targets. This last week he had 5.3 half-point PPR points. Like
0: a three. Really? McCaffrey – oh, I'm so sorry. I flipped it like a seven. Like McCaffrey is eating into that target share like a lot because that wasn't the case last year when he wasn't in the – um, in the lineup, and Robbie was eaten when McCaffrey was out, so I'm I'm concerned.
3: Yeah, I'm concerned, but I mean, traditionally Robbie is that type of player, right? Like he's gonna have weeks like this. Now he's put together back to back weeks like this, which is an ideal, but um, they just have them. some boom games. So it's it's what you want to put up with, right? Like he will have a game where he goes for 115 and a touchdown on probably like three catches. It'll happen, but. You just have to live with weeks like this sometimes, but he's going to be hard to predict (laughs) when to play.
0: But this was, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Nope. Go ahead. I was just going to say, this is more like New York jets, like Robbie Anderson, where it was just like feast or famine. But last year he was consistent. Like he was getting more targets than he was this. I I just don't get it.
1: That's the concerning part. Let's move on to Cincinnati versus Chicago, Chicago, won 20 to 17. Uh, Joe Burrow kind of came back down to earth, 15 points. Um, Joe Mixon struggled to get anything going. The volume was there, had 20 carries. Um, I need you guys to rank the three Cincinnati Bengals receivers for me. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Rank them in order. Bradley, we'll start with you.
2: For me, it's there's a one and then they tie at the two. Um, and it's, it's T. Higgins, one, without a doubt. And then Jamar Chase and, and Tyler Boyd are obviously two and three in their own respect. Um, I would probably go with chase at the two but it's not it's not like it's by an ungodly margin if you take out his two touchdown passes like he he, i'm not going to say he's irrelevant in his games but he's almost irrelevant for starting in fantasy and it's similar to what i felt like with kenny galladay i don't want a guy that's hey you need to have a touchdown otherwise you're not relevant i want guys that are going to get targeted 12 times and, and catch eight of them so so that's kind of where i'm at on jamar chase
1: josh without any explanation give me one through three for those receivers
0: I'll go Chase Higgins Boyd.
1: Okay, Jeremy.
0: Higgins, Chase Boyd.
1: Okay, let's move over to the Chicago side. Are we concerned at all um with the inefficiency of David Montgomery? 20 carries, 61 yards, three catches. Not the slightest. Yards.
0: As long as the work is there, he's going to get his he's gonna get his points. As good I as he looked
2: right as good as he looked in week one, he looked equally bad as bad in week two
0: but we
1: might not be giving Cincinnati enough credit because I feel like Delvin didn't look that great either in week one. So they might be brewing something at, for a run game um, in Cincinnati too. So something to keep in mind there. He,
3: he still had 20 carries and four targets.
1: Yep. Uh, Allen Robinson, only four targets this week. Caught a touchdown, so it kind of saved him from a disastrous week, but only 9.4 half-point PPR. Um, not concerned, are we?
0: No. No. No, it's not great, but not concerned.
1: Okay, let's move to Houston. Houston versus Cleveland, a little bit closer than I think all of us thought it would be. Uh, Brandon Cooks is the only bright spot in Houston. Um, Tyrod Taylor looked really good while he was playing, but like we said, he's going to be out for some time. Uh, The backfield, it's not great. Mark Ingram isn't that efficient, um, but he is the guy getting the most carries. Uh Brandon Cooks had 14 targets, had 78 yards on nine catches (laughs) and a touchdown. I mean, you're playing him, right? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. To be honest with you, uh, I'm looking to trade Brandon Cooks if I'm a Brandon Cooks owner, just with Tyrod being out. I just think that you can sell on his two very good weeks and get a good return on it. So I mean, I don't have any shares of Brandon Cooks, but if I did, I would try to trade him because I mean, theoretically he's a, a wide receiver too on on good or on average rosters, I would say.
1: Yeah, and we don't know what Davis Mills is going to be like um, as a starter. When a team gets to prep for him, they play on a short week too. Uh, let's move to Cleveland. Nick Chubb just incredibly inf- efficient. Eleven carries, ninety-five yards, and a touchdown. Uh, no receivers worth rostering. Uh, obviously, OBJ um, is is going to be rosterable. What about Jarvis? You're probably going to keep him. Put him on your IR spot.
0: Yeah. If you have one, for sure.
2: If you don't have an IR spot, is he a guy that you could cut? Absolutely. I think he is. So just being <clears> a, <throat> a run-efficient team, and and theoretically, when he comes back, OBJ should be in full swing, and he should be returning as a wide receiver, too. Okay.
1: Kareem Hunt kind of had an inefficient game. Uh, are you hesitant to play him next week?
2: Yeah, I would be. Against Chicago. I, I would be against Chicago
1: after what they just showed. The they did against, uh Joe Mixon. Jeremy, what do you think?
3: I don't know if I'd be too concerned because he's still getting the, like out of the two of them, you know, he's getting the passing work. I, they just do not want to just dive all of them with Nick Chubb. I mean, he averaged 8.64 8. yards per carry. The The whole one target thing doesn't help his, his case either.
1: Okay. Let's move on to the Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Jeremy's been right so far through two weeks. Cooper Cup is the wide receiver one. He has gone off both games. Uh touchdowns, galore. Has he had two touchdowns in both weeks? Did he have two touchdowns in week one? Yes. I, yeah, nope, he only had one. But okay. he just he went nuts in this game. 163 yards and two touchdowns. Uh Daryl Henderson got banged up. So is Sony foreshadowing our waiver wires sony michelle somebody you guys want to pick up
0: got yes. to
2: i would not I, th- I i thought he looked efficient so almost not. five yards of carry so i just think they're gonna they're gonna replace what daryl Henderson could do with more jet sweeps more safer passes for
1: Stanford. oh so you want to pick up tutu atwell
2: <laughs> uh no robert woods <laughs> yeah yeah how, how do we feel about robert woods I'm fine with Robert Woods. nine yep. targets. i I'm encouraged. But, to be honest with you, I feel like people get annoyed when they say, "Oh, Robert Woods, well, he only had nine points, but I feel like you have to look a little bit farther than that. And it's not just like, hey, he had nine point five points. It's hey, he was targeted nine times. He got two rushes. So theoretically, he got he touched his own target, too. Yeah, exactly. So eleven of the times they tried to get a play or there was a play designed for Robert Woods. And for me as a wide receiver, I like that volume. I chase the volume.
1: Michael Pittman Jr. on the Indy side, 12 targets, 8 catches, 123 yards.
0: Hello, this
1: game was Jeremy's game. Like Michael Pittman Jr. and Cooper (sighs) Cup going nuts. I'm sure he was just loving this. I could
3: not have been happier watching this game. Then I want
1: to put a Debbie Downer on Jeremy because his Wisconsin Badger, Jonathan Taylor, had 15 carries for 51 yards. Are we at all concerned?
3: he's the snap share is not great for him right now i mean between him mac and heinz i mean i think he's under 50 percent. i mean
2: oh um, he was at 55 the first week I don't, I don't i don't think they've fully tallied up snap percentages at this point um i mean 15 carries isn't horrible i, I just i wish they would use him more in the past game well at least this week i should say that's yeah, true. I mean, because
3: the week previous he, he did have seven targets, but yeah, this <clears> and it's
2: a good it's a good defense they played against too.
3: That's true. So I, I'm not overly concerned, but I mean the 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 trends of the snap percentages is definitely like it's scary. Because you Need put a get, high you depending on when you drafted, you put a pretty high capital
0: on him. For sure.
1: Oh yeah, no <clears> doubt. <throat> let's let's move to Denver versus Jacksonville. Uh on the Denver side, Teddy Bridgewater. He's just getting it done there. Uh, 26 of 34, 328 yards and two touchdowns. He's a guy you're going to play in super flex leagues. He is yeah. a QB 2 um, As far as the running backs, they had the same exact stat line for half point PPR. They both had 7.9 fantasy points. They both had 13 carries. One had 64 yards, one had 31 yards. The only difference was Melvin Gordon had some receiving uh, yards. Cortland Sutton is this guy a league winner for you with jerry judy out
0: 100 i think that with the, the amount of volume he's going to see alone is going to propel him into mid wide receiver two potentially high wide receiver two and then i think he's going to be someone who can ball out
3: i did not think he was going over double digit targets in the first first game without judy
1: oh yeah no i it was that was yeah he played real well let's move over to the jacksonville side uh, Trevor Lawrence struggled mightily. Oh, I, Jacksonville's – I think more so we want to talk about is James Robinson. 11 carries, 47 yards, caught the ball three times, only had 7.9
2: fantasy points.
1: Guys, I don't, care,
2: I don't get what's going on with James Robinson. I don't get what's going on in Jacksonville at all.
1: You're obviously <laughs> keeping him. You're, you're not cutting him, but you're not playing him, right? No. Is, I don't Urban know how not, you can.
0: Urban Meyer's not doing a good job.
1: I wow.
0: just don't understand
2: wow. I am I am so surprised
3: their their offense in general just doesn't look very good and like that hurts every single piece there I mean the only one that can really keep, stay consistent at this point is probably Marvin Jones because he's gonna All have right. like a big catch and that's what's gonna keep you alive and that's how he stayed alive and helped any fancy managers that have played him
1: Jeremy, I know LaVisca Chanel is a, is a my guy for you, but I had him similar to where you had him. Two more weeks with this, and he's a cut candidate, right?
3: He did get hurt yesterday.
1: He did, said. but, like, two catches for negative three yards? What am I supposed to do with that?
0: He did have
3: seven targets at least. Uh, <laughs> that's not
0: bad. Are they high-value targets, though, or are they all relatively? They're all good? short. They're all, yeah, Brady, the, Brady, to, to answer your current. question,
2: what you do with two catches for negative three yards is you put that on the bench.
1: I'm saying two yeah. more weeks of this, you cut him,
2: right? Yeah, I Sometimes mean. Sometimes you
1: got to cut bait with your draft capital, right? Yeah. Like I think you said, would. Marvin Jones is the guy to yeah. to have there. 11, 11 targets, um, caught a touchdown. Um, are we all concerned about Trevor Lawrence? We're not talking about fantasy. We're
2: talking about Trevor Lawrence, the player. Are we all no. concerned about that?
0: Week two of his NFL to, career.
2: To, to be honest with you, people will be talking about it a lot more if Zach Wilson didn't play last this last week. To be, That's to be probably true. <laughs> to be completely honest with you. But no, I don't think it's anything to be scared about. This is this is just a year to get experience for a rookie quarterback. I feel like any positives that you see, you just build off of them and you go into the offseason and you get better around him.
3: Although they might have been a team that looked like they did a really good job in the offseason, this is still not a great situation. Yes. Like he's still not in it in a really set up situation for him. I mean, look, Sam Darnold and going to Carolina and doing what he's doing now is a great example. It's all about the situation.
1: Yep. Uh, Let's move on to Buffalo versus Miami. This game got ugly fast. 35 to nothing was the final. Um, For a team that put up 35 points to have a a mediocre performance from Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs kind of hurts a little bit. Uh, Diggs did catch Mm -hmm. a touchdown, but he also was uh, shadowed by Xavier Howard. Um, Let's talk about the running backs a little bit. Devin Singletary looked pretty good, but I don't love that Zach Moss had two touchdowns. Like that takes away from Devin Singletary's workload. So I, I'm, still, I'm still not playing Devin Singletary because I, I need to see that he's going to get some red zone touches and get more touchdowns.
0: No one knows. That's just like with the I running. I feel like record. a lot had
3: to do with the fact that they were up big and they, you know, Zach Moss just kind of kept rolling.
0: Well,
1: it, it's weird because he was a healthy scratch in week one.
3: Yeah, so Maybe they were he, trying no to one him played home. Home. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. No, you didn't. up. <laughs> I'm guessing redraft leaks cut him, but oh, they yeah. probably should have. So, uh, we're not going to talk about anything on the Miami side. Miles Gaskin's probably the only guy you could probably play, and he only had five carries. Um, so he's a <laughs> low end RB2 at best next week. Uh, <laughs> another game that we really want to talk about. Um, New England had a game this Sunday. I, I don't know if they played anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best production was the New England defense. They had 19 points for fantasy. Uh, James White had a touchdown. Mac Jones, he was okay as like a, a quarterback. You're not going to play him fantasy wise. Uh, Damian Harris had a long touchdown. Do we want to talk about anything in this game? Um, I think the
3: running backs are really the only playable ones right now. I think I, you can play James White.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I. What I'll say is. I'm not going to say I'm wrong on Mac Jones, but I like what Mac Jones is doing in New England right now.
1: Oh, totally. James White's seven targets, tough. six targets. So he's had 13 targets <laughs> in two games. You're going to – like PPR, you have to play him. That um, You just can't – that's three points just sitting on your bench for a PPR. So um, anything else with this game?
2: No. Nope. Are you holding – you're still holding,
3: Corey Davis?
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. You, you have to. Yep. I, I, I agree I, with that. I was
3: just yep. making sure you guys are good on clarification.
1: Yep. Uh, let's talk San Francisco Philly. I, I thought this one was a really ugly game too. Uh, Debo Samuels, that guy, if he's healthy, let's just, let's call it how it is um, the running backs you're keeping Elijah Mitchell, but you're not playing him until you see a little bit more efficiency. I think Philly's probably uh the, a pretty good defense um Jimmy G was okay Jalen Hurts was okay as well the running backs were ugly in Philly a long play for Quez Watkins I I guess the question I have for you guys is how concerned are we with George Kittle four catches 17 yards
3: their offense they're two and all but their offense does not look good
2: I would say I'm oh. more I would, I would say Lance more time I, I would say I'm more concerned with Brandon Ayuk than am with George Kittle.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness.
2: L- let me tell you what. The fantasy community as a whole has – I in, in recent memory, I have not seen a player that the fantasy community is more wrong on as a whole than Brandon Ayuk. At this point – it's two weeks, so that might be an overreaction to the statement. But what the heck is going on?
1: I My guy Bradley's either. overreacting. What? No. <laughs> Welcome to it. Let's move on to the Raiders versus Steelers. Uh, I I said it in the NFL notables. Derek Carr is 1 million percent an MVP candidate after two weeks. Uh, he was last year too. Okay, you were just overreacting about Ayuk. I could overreact about Derek Carr. Let me be. Okay. Moneybags. <laughs> You're not going to touch these running backs unless Josh Jacobs comes back. Anybody see how the wide receivers did for Las Vegas? Darren Waller is a force to be reckoned with. Anybody see how wide receiver one did?
3: Yeah, he caught that because the safety bit on Waller. (laughs) So that happens when you throw the ball 19 times. Uh,
1: Nope. Well, Henry Ruggs, pick him up if he's on the free agency. Let's talk Pittsburgh. (laughs) Ashi <laughs> Harris, five targets, caught the ball, caught a touchdown, uh, extremely inefficient when he's running the ball, but he's literally getting touched in the backfield. So it's so bad. We, yeah. How do we feel about Pittsburgh's offense?
0: Concerned. Maybe let's talk
1: about the, the wide receivers. I feel like for the receivers, I'm not concerned. The targets are there. Deontay Johnson, 12 targets. Juju, seven. Chase Claypool, nine. So they're throwing it to those three guys.
0: that's a good point yeah but they weren't
2: great targets like it's not like it just didn't look good on offense I don't know if Big Ben is just not as sharp as he like he once was but it just it didn't look as good as it should
3: rumor is he's uh he's not as happy with uh not very happy with the offensive coordinator
2: oh I mean if did you guys watch the game every time that they it was fourth down he's walking off the side or walking onto the sidelines with shaking his head like visually like it's not like he just like did a head shake he's literally going shaking his head side to side and it's like dude <laughs> control not, yourself
1: man that's not good i love deontay johnson though i i think he's so skilled Um, uh, i'm disappointed that he got hurt at the end of the game hopefully he can play next he's got to be a water 20, 22 man. targets no drops <clears throat> he figured it out uh let's talk about the vikings and cardinals Do we have uh, to yeah we do Ugh.
0: um
1: we talked about mvp conversation kyler murray is in that discussion if not he's leading the discussion uh as far as wide receivers for them rondell Moore, explosive very There's explosive
2: so weapons uh the one thing i took if i don't mind me cutting you off brie about rondell Moore is that they had plays designed for him it's not like he he got he got open on that one long play, but there was also many screens, many routes that were saying, hey, we're going to look toward Rondell Moore. We have a plan for Rondell Moore.
1: Are you saying that's a pro Rondell Moore? Or oh, 100%. A, that's okay. a pro.
2: That's okay. a pro for Rondell Moore. And a for the running backs. Yes. I, yes.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I feel good about – because they have four receivers now that have had fantasy-relevant production in two weeks – you don't think him, like cut AJ green. I thought he looked terrible. I, I honestly did. He, he got some high value targets though. Like whether, like he got a, didn't he, he, he did. get a touchdown? He, he, he had, had two red zone turn. turns. Yeah. So I, I, you just don't know outside of nuke who it's going to be week in and week out. So I think predicting that is going to be a fruitless task in my opinion. Brady,
2: are you still out on this offense?
0: The office looks pretty good.
1: Um, <laughs> that's, I will say, I will say, I am not like, I still feel where I'm at with DeAndre Hopkins. Like his, his two weeks that he's had the first quarter, get him, he's Bradley, pulled all of his touchdowns, get him Bradley. Blah, blah, blah. Who Actually, cares? I'm saying if somebody Who figures it out, cares? right away, he had four targets last week. He didn't catch a touchdown. He's irrelevant this week. I, I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm saying that me having him at nine is not like the most bold thing ever. He's the wide receiver six right now. So I'm three off. So let's, let's talk about the Vikings. Delvin cook banged up his ankle. We'll see if he plays next week. He was incredibly efficient in the first half. Um, I, I felt like he kind of got a little gassed. Kirk cousins had a great game offensively 28 fantasy points. Um, KJ Osborne led all Viking receivers and fantasy points with 17.6. Um, I hope you've, followed my direction in waiver wire targets because he should be on your roster then that I, noise you're
0: hearing is brady pumping his own tires for what it's <laughs> worth <laughs>
3: for, for those who invested uh, a second overall pick with
0: Dalvin cook should you be concerned no no just well you mean like health wise or production both oh production no way he 131 I don't think
1: so. rushing yards yeah. i know i
3: was, I just posed the question. No,
0: no, I, I
1: would be more concerned about
2: Kamara at three than
1: I am at Delvin at two.
2: That's so true. I would. Say, so production, production-wise, you're not concerned at all about Delvin Cook. Health-wise, you are most definitely concerned Very because much. this is not the first time he's had an ankle
0: injury. He hobbled off twice. I have two no. Plus the fact <laughs> he
1: looked gassed. You looked we absolutely gassed. Um, we've talked too long about this game. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. Um, Atlanta finally scored a touchdown. I know it's only week two, but we're sick of seeing the red zone struggles. Um, Cordell Patterson, yes or no? Waiver wire target?
2: Yes. Yeah. Six
1: targets, seven carries, two touchdowns. Cow um,
2: Pitts look good. Yeah. Cal, really Calp- the, he, had, he had a nice play. He looked so yeah.
1: explosive in the seam. That was insane. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. we, we just making be. them up. Uh on the Tampa Bay side, Tom Brady, MVP candidate. You're not touching the running backs. And Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are really good at football.
2: Yeah, it's a dart throw to be honest with you. on which to of a breakout game.
0: Exact same and, thing I was just describing with Arizona. Like they're going, someone is going to have a good game. The offense is too good not to. You just don't know who it is. It's so annoying. And Josh, good for you, picking Gronk, top five.
1: That's all he is. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's talk Dallas uh, Chargers. On the Dallas side, Dak Prescott really struggled. Only 10.85 fantasy points. Um, but I feel like there's a more overarching concern here is Tony Pollard had 21.5 fantasy points. He had 13 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown.
3: And looked had- way more explosive.
1: He, yes, he had three less carries than Ezekiel Elliott, a guy that you were using a fourth or a fifth overall pick on. One to 10. How concerned are we about this?
0: Four. I'd say like a three, like still getting work. I, until I see this to be more of a theme, I'm just fine. I was going to say a four. Okay.
1: Let's talk wide receivers. Amari Cooper got banged up, so uh, Ceedee Lamb nine targets, eight catches for eighty-one yards. Um, foreshadowing, he could have a big week next week if Amari Cooper's out. Uh, the Chargers' side, Justin Herbert played well. Had a couple turnovers, but like fantasy-wise, he had twenty points. I don't is that underperforming? You guys think? I think it's, if you it's get twenty. Our, I, I think I if mean, you get
0: twenty-four points for the quarterback position. You're not be upset.
1: Let's talk Austin Eckler. We were concerned about his uh, zero targets last week. (laughs) He had nine targets and caught nine passes. That's (laughs) what I'm talking about.
3: (laughs) He he got back to guru status for Brad. Let's go.
1: That's what I needed. The next guy I want to talk about is Mike Williams.
2: Oh, I could not targets. I I could not have been more wrong about Mike Williams.
1: To be honest with you,
2: for me it was like a, a do not draft guy. Like he he's going to get overshadowed. I think Josh Palmer has a spot, a shot to take his spot. Like, wow. He looks fantastic.
3: He he looks good. Very
2: good. They,
1: they changed him up a little bit. He's not running all these deep routes. He's running intermediate routes. Uh, currently the wide receiver five and half point PPR leagues. So um, I don't think he's out on waiver wire targets, but if he is pick him up, let's talk Tennessee versus Seattle. This game went into overtime. Uh, Tannehill started off really slow again, um, but finished with eighteen point zero five fantasy points. Uh, concerned.
2: Uh, no, I th- I think I want to talk a little bit of something else. Imagine imagine a world where you think Derrick Henry's going to regress. <laughs> <laughs> At Josh.
3: Josh lives in that world. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, like wow, I, I can't imagine. I we should we should get yeah. them on our podcast. He'd be had me
3: six
0: targets six that's that's <laughs> that's insane. the more and ran the ball <laughs> 35 times that's what brady just said is more telling than i think the carries he's had 30 carries count like numerous 41 times 41 touches he the ball well, 41 times stupid that Whoa. is stupid he is going to ball out and feast alive on the nfl if he's getting even close to those amount of targets that's insanity
1: Julio Jones is still the best receiver in football. Um, are we at all concerned about AJ Brown? You just
0: don't. You don't believe that right now. I do. I know you don't.
1: He should have. He should have. Should have had seven catches for 135 yards and a touchdown. But NFL replay is literally the worst thing ever.
0: It's not great. So, let's <laughs> talk not. about AJ
1: Brown. He's just gonna make me mad. AJ <laughs> Brown, nine targets, three catches for 43 yards, only 5.8 fantasy points. I
2: think it'd be a little bit of an overreaction to say that you're concerned, especially with him having nine targets, but you definitely wonder.
1: Anyone else on A.J. Brown?
0: As long as the targets are there, you're fine. Like, it's just uh, wide receivers are, generally speaking, more flimsy with their production than running backs are. On the Seattle
1: side, Russell Wilson, very efficient again. Let him cook. 350 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Chris Carson was saved by two touchdowns this week. Um, Tyler Lockett, 11 catch or 11 targets, eight catches for 178 yards and a touchdown. Just big play after big play. Uh, are we at all concerned about DK's six catches for 53 yards?
2: No,
0: no, nope, um, he's going to get his for sure. Hopefully yeah, not this little, next week. He got a little
3: banged up at the end of that game, but I'm not sure if it'll linger into this week at all. Oh, I wouldn't be mad if he didn't play this week.
0: <laughs> You're telling me. I don't
1: like injuries, but if you don't play against the Vikings, I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kansas City versus Baltimore. Probably the game of the game of the week so far. Um 36-35. Lamar Jackson struggled to start.
3: I'm about ready to call him a bust at halftime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he went nuts. 36 fantasy points. Um, Tyson was the leading rusher for uh, the running backs. Obviously, Lamar was the leading rusher. Um, <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown has had an impact in both games. He looks explosive. Looks like he's a little bit more healthy. Are we feeling pretty good about Hollywood?
2: Feeling very good about Hollywood Brown.
3: I'm de- I do too. I'm a little nervous. Like, if I have him and I'm banking on him, I'd probably be a little nervous of going all in yet because he has done this at the beginning of seasons in the past. But he looks, with that said, he looks very good.
1: If you want to talk about concern? Let's talk about Clyde Edwards Alaire. He's one of my guys. Um, if we want to do a one out of 10 for um, Clyde Edwards Alaire, it is at about a 9.2 oh, for concern.
2: Wow. That high? Without a doubt.
1: There was yeah. a there was a
2: play last night where um it was a design screen for Clyde Edwards Alaire and Patrick Mahomes essentially like looked away and checked down to the fullback on the design design screen. And you it probably didn't mean anything, but like he's not efficient with his targets, he doesn't get many targets. He had zero, zero targets last game. Zero I, sorry, I included rushes into his sorry, targets yes. as well. Uh he's just when it, with, with his touches, he's not very efficient and he doesn't score the touchdowns. So what's a recipe for a guy that can average 2.5 yards per carry and only get 15 touches
1: disaster. And at the
3: end of the day, they are like, they're the same team with him, same team without him. Like, yes.
1: Yeah. 13, 46 yards, 13 for 46.
0: He's just a guy. He can be just a guy, which is, I'm,
1: I'm concerned. I love the talent. I, I like the player but I just don't know if it's working in Kansas city. It's uh, a little bit
3: of a head scratcher. You know, they, they invested a first round or was it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So 30 second round round. yeah. Yep. Last. And I couldn't, I was blanking on it if it was last in the first or first in the second, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's surprising. We definitely expected a lot more for sure.
1: Anything else on week one before we uh, take a break and go to week two? Sorry. Whoa. That was week two. We're going to week three. Wow. wow. <laughs> Anything else it's on Monday? <laughs> oh, boy. Go, right. guys. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back for week three.
3: Hi, guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the Fourth and a Mile Podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at Fourth and a Mile Pod. That's Fourth and a Mile Pod. Thanks, guys. And now back to the sports.
1: Welcome back into the Fourth and Mile podcast. We're gonna get right into our week three starts of the week. We start with none other than Bradley. Let us know how you did in week two and then what you got for week three. Start with quarterbacks. Yeah,
2: yeah so uh I went with Baker Mayfield, supposed to finish as a top 12. He unfortunately did not. Uh so that's a miss for me. Uh this week I'm looking at none other than Jalen Hurts versus Dallas. Uh week one he had 31.4 points this, this last week he had 23.7 in a very ugly game but uh the rushing upside was there and he faces dallas so i, I like jalen hurts
1: i like the pick for me i love that week two start oh, of the week. oh got...
2: what are we gonna give me a criteria or no Ooh, what top
0: 10
1: 15 mm.
0: no heck no 10. 10 Also, i like 10 12 Perfect. The rushing floor is huge. Yep. Okay. My week
1: two start of the week was Justin Herbert. He needed to be top eight. Did not hit with that. Um, So we're going a different direction in week three. Uh, My quarterback start of the week is Teddy Bridgewater versus the New York Jets. Um, I like the matchup. Running backs have been a little bit efficient. Javante was a little bit better um, in week two. Uh, What do we got for Teddy? 15. I I was going
0: to say 15. Thanks, guys. Sure. <laughs> were you expecting lower than that?
3: I was going to say I top 12 because I thought we'd normally go. But...
1: Usually Becker's on me like that, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm normally better <the> as one <laughs> Who's
0: up? Josh. Josh is up. Josh. I am who... up. All right, so this is kind of a swing, so we're going for it. I'm going Justin Fields against Cleveland. I how would how, that... you do in week two? So I had Tom Brady, uh, top six. He hits. And so that Tom Brady's just balling out. If I go with Tom Brady each week, we're we're taking this double. You're not going to because we're not. I'm not allow taking us. him. I know I'm not. I'm just. He's
1: no longer a start of the week candidate. You got to find someone else. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool, bud. Yep.
0: I will take Justin Fields against Cleveland. I think the rushing floor is going to be very high. I know he didn't show it a lot uh, this past week, but with a full week of preparation as a starter, I think he'll be able to show out. Top fifteen.
1: Yep. I'm there
0: with it.
3: We're all going for a little bit of stretches for the most part. So this week, I had Jameis Winston, and I think he was supposed to be a top 32 quarterback. And (laughs) I don't know if he hit that. (laughs) Oh, just an utter disappointment. Made the Packers look real nice in week
2: one. Uh,
3: My quarterback start of the week this week is none none other than Sir Fumble, and that is Daniel Jones. Wow. Wow, I am taking Daniel Jones against the Atlanta Falcons. He has looked, uh, he's looked pretty good. I think last week he actually looked the part in terms of like an actual NFL quarterback. The first week he put up a decent amount of fantasy points and he looked okay, right? Last week he was making the right throws. He was making the right reads and he ran the ball a lot. Um, And I think against a very porous Atlanta defense, um, I like him this week.
0: 15? Is that just the bar?
1: I feel like that's the bar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, All right. 15
1: I feel like if you're if you're doing a start of the week, then I would say the top fifteen. Is it really a start of the week? Yeah. Then,
0: then that's
2: fake I agree. So running backs, I went Najee Harris last week, supposed to finish as an RB one. He finished uh eighth overall. So that was a hit for me. Uh this week I'm going four bar. Running backs
1: go for a wide receiver one this week. Wide receivers. <laughs> Great <Grades laughs> seven, Brady. Yeah, go ahead. Forget about what I said.
2: <laughs> My start of the week this week uh for running backs is Saquon Barkley versus uh Atlanta. Love it. Uh, uh 12. top twelve. Like, it's generous. So that's to it's answer not generous. Your question, that's, that's not generous at all. Brady to answer
3: your question from before that you posed to Bradley kind yes. of that you posed I know, to Bradley. I
2: know. I was like, I was like, God, do I give it away right now?
0: Yeah, are you good at twelve, Becker? Yeah,
1: that's generous. But w- yeah,
2: it's, we'll give it to him.
1: That's uh, what you said too. My yeah, well, no, that's I, okay. My how's week that generous running back start of the week has not played yet. Um, but he's going to be a top eighteen, so we are okay with that. <laughs> you can count that one as a hit. Uh, looking at week three, I am going with David Montgomery against Cleveland. Um, for the reasons that jo- Josh picked Justin Fields, I think people are going to look at Justin Fields a lot more as a uh running threat so that's going to open it up a little bit more for david montgomery against cleveland so david montgomery
2: i think top 15.
0: that's a good one yep i'm with that my running back last week was zeke elliott uh in the the threshold was top six he did not get there my running back this week is chase edmonds against jacksonville I think that he'll get a lot of work in the passing game and then get a lot of rushes in garbage time. So, what is the line for Chase Edmonds?
2: I was going to say 20. Top 20. Yeah,
0: top
1: 20 is
0: good. (laughs) Awesome. All
3: right. So, my start of the week in week two was Damien Harris. He's needed to be a top 17. He's sitting at 16 as of right now. It's a miss. (laughs) A miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> it is probably a miss. Uh, My running back start of the week this week is a rookie. I think they lean on him a little bit more. Can I, I guess also you? think you may?
1: The Javante Williams.
3: It is Javante Williams against <laughs> the New York Jets. I think they, they started to give him a little bit more carries towards the end of that game. I think as they were, kind of running some clock. And I, I think they do that again as
2: they blow out the jets. Top 20. Yep.
0: I like that. Guys,
2: okay, so let's just put it in perspective right now. Uh, if you scored over 9.8 fantasy points, you finished in the top twenty for running backs oh, last week. My I gosh. was pretty
0: surprised that <gasps> Harris was even close to be honest oh, with you.
2: My so, gosh. so it was, it was just a brutal week uh, for running backs.
0: Yikes.
2: Anyway, to the receivers, I went with scary Terry McLaurin. He was an absolute hit. Uh he finished third overall. The threshold was was top 18. Uh and my wide receiver is going to be Hollywood Brown. I I'm sold on what uh Lamar and Hollywood have at this point. And they play the Detroit Lions, so I feel pretty good about that.
0: I like it. Uh what do you think, Becker?
3: I don't know. Top
1: 20? Is
2: that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let, yep. That's cool. Cool. Right. So I have a question for you guys. How does t- Cortland Sutton get top 24, but Hollywood Brown's going to have to get top, well, top 20. Uh, ho- no, I'm no,
1: fine
2: with top 24.
1: Who do they play again? You already said it, but who do they play? Detroit. Oh, what? We're going top 24? Top 20.
2: 40. Top 20. <laughs> top, 20. <laughs> top 20 all day. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. He's finishing top five. Okay. <laughs>
1: So my first hit of the season was Cortland Sutton as a top 24. He finished as wide, or he is currently wide receiver seven. Um, and this week in week three, my wide receiver start of the week. And I feel really good about it is Robert Woods versus Tampa Bay.
2: Cooper cup. Did you say? No. I mean, I say 14. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure.
3: I was 14, 14. 18. Wow.
2: I no. was thinking 16. Absolutely not. There's no <laughs> I, I way. Just,
1: I just know Brady's the toughest one. They give the toughest grades to Brady. I'm just going to keep fighting. Though. Oh, keep
0: fighting. No. Yeah.
1: Nope.
2: 14's good. He's going to get it. He's going to hit it.
0: Okay.
2: Just to put it in perspective, for him to be top 14 this week, it would have been 17.6. I feel like – it's a good Woods,
1: week in fantasy.
2: I totally agree, but I feel like to hit on the start of the week, you, they have to have a good week. Yep.
1: I'm good with that. Top okay, 14. Okay, Hollywood Brown being top 20.
3: What
2: do you
1: have yes, to be top twenty?
3: <laughs> you
0: see Bradley's voice you're
1: just just a, sword yes. a couple of lines.
0: Fourteen point five. Oh, that makes me too happy. Okay, hey, just because so-
2: you're not a good lawyer lobbying for this stuff doesn't mean anything.
0: Gosh, who's your? Wider my security. start of the week last year, or I'm sorry, <laughs> last, last year. year, last week, I, Justin had, Herbert. I had my period of time wrong. Yikes. Justin Herbert. Good one. Um, Big I years, had guys. Jamar chase and the threshold was top 24 did not hit. Um, So this week I am going Devonta Smith at Dallas. I think he is going to ball out. There's going to possibly be a negative game script for him to, um, have a ton of targets so i have devonta smith at dallas i think that's a good one thank you what is the line for that gentleman
2: 20 top 20 what do you think bradley glad that devonta smith and hollywood brown are in the same category yeah no i'm fine with top 20 remember they have to be good to be a start of the week facts uh, i think top 20, <laughs> okay. top 20 it is
3: my start of the week in week two for wide receiver was uh, Tyler Lockett. I believe boy, boy. <laughs> uh, he needed to be a top 15. He was. My start of the week this week is Sterling Shepard. I am starting him up, stacking with Daniel Jones. I'm taking Josh's approach um, against Cleveland.
1: Top 10.
3: I mean
0: Atlanta, sorry. Top 10. <laughs> uh 22.
1: 20. Heck no, he's not going
0: to be. Are, are we just getting a time. visceral reaction at 22 and then I get hit back with 20? 20. Remember,
1: remember, the cap is 20 now.
0: That's ridiculous. Unless you, okay. It make a right.
1: big, all right. deep.
0: All right. Deep I, I agree. KJ Osborne.
2: Top seven. All right. Are we on tight ends now? We are on to tight ends. So my, uh, sir, Bob Funyan Tunyon has not played yet. So I think he'll get top eight, but we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> um, so also me and Bradley are in a matchup and he has Robert Tunyon left and I need eight or less points. So let's go lions. Come on. It's a full PPR league. The game's over. Yeah. I hope not. Anyway,
2: so my tight end for this week is going to be Tyler Higby versus Tampa Bay, and, and the, the approach I took to it is that Cooper Cup has had a, a really fantastic start to the season, and I guess I haven't watched all of the Rams games, but I'm guessing it's primarily out of the slot, and I feel like the linebackers are going to be keying on him more on the slot, and that's going to free up some some for Tyler Higby. So that's my thought process on getting Tyler Higby to start.
1: I like it. A... I'll give you I'll give you top ten for him, or twelve. Ooh. What do we think? Twelve.
2: Eight.
3: and i was
1: oh, given oh, he eight. just he just had one target the last game
0: Nine. i was gonna say 10 through
1: so 10.
0: okay brady <laughs> 10 it is <laughs>
1: it's got to be ted he, he was terrible last week uh my uh tight end start of the week was logan thomas last week i i still feel good about logan thomas i he's been on the field a lot um just didn't get top eight uh we're going back to the well my tight end start of the week is none other than Kyle Pitts. Showed some life in week two. He is here.
0: Top two. That was a Brady's smile disappeared so <laughs> <top 20. laughs>
1: He had a smile on his face, ear to ear. This is done. Bradley two. said top 20. I'll take it.
3: Uh, I said it. I was kidding. Here we go.
0: No. Uh, I was going to say six.
3: Six. I'll give you seven.
2: Seven? Seven. I'm fine with seven. Josh, oh. you said top four.
1: The guy who's been hating on this whole time, you're going to say top four.
0: I, se- I, seven it is. Se- I don't like that, but seven it is. All right. All right. Let's you pick
1: Gronk one more time for us?
0: Brother, say less. I My tight end start of the week last week was Gronk. The Brady-Gronk stack was pristine. He hit. The tight end this week is going to be Noah Fant against the Jets. I think that he's going to, his target share is going to just skyrocket uh, with Jerry Judy going down and uh, Jets are not <laughs> running on all cylinders right now. So what is the line for fans with uh, me making you a little upset the past couple of times and Talk taking to. it out of me now? There you go. Six.
3: What's the line for uh, Josh picking Noah Fant the rest of the year? Because he's currently
2: sitting at two. <laughs> I would say six no fan.
1: I can't hate cuz I picked
0: Kyle Pitts two times already. <laughs> so let let the, that, oh, let the record show that let the record show fans has a higher over under than Pitts. What are we doing here? Top my seven. thought
2: process my thought process is Noah fan just hit on a 7. So if he hits on a 7 again, that, is that really that impressive? Okay.
1: lawyer 6 it is. <laughs>
0: All right. You're joking. Give me that seven. Are you no? Joking? It's six. You, Kyle Pitts cannot have a lower expectation than
1: no why I'm he's against. a bust, right?
0: Jeremy, who's your who's your pick?
3: <laughs> Mine joking. was Noah Fant that uh, Bradley just alluded to. He was needed to be top seven, and he hit. My tight end start of the week, Brady, I'm glad to hear you still like Logan Thomas. Start him up. Start I was talking again. about
1: him again. I love him this week. I love it. Eight. That's good with me.
0: That's fine. Fine. It's he says, fine. okay. I'm <laughs> not, happy. He's not happy
1: about it. Okay, well, you keep talking. That's what happens. Um, Waiver wire targets. I feel like there's a bunch of them out there. Give us a couple guys you're looking at this week.
0: I would say Cordero. Yeah.
3: Does he was, have, like he was yeah. very much involved. Um, And if he's going to get passing work like that,
2: my my number one target right now at this point in the week is, is Alexander Madison, if he's still on the, on the free agent market. Oh, wow. just, a, just as a dart throw, um, who knows if Delvin Cook is going to play, and who knows if Delvin Cook is going to be able to, to take the load that he's been taking. So uh, that's my number one. I have a list of five here, but he's number one on the list.
1: I, I am with you on Alexander Madison. I don't know if Delvin Cook's going to play this week.
0: That's what interesting.
1: Do, what, do, what do the Vikings always do? They hide the injuries. Delvin Cook was banged up this last week, so. um, But I, I'm just going to go back to the well again. If you haven't listened to me, pick up KJ Osborne. He's been targeted 15 times in two weeks and has caught 12 of his 15 targets. So, in some of the catches he made this
2: on Sunday, those were nice plays. So, so what I'll say about KJ Osborne is that someone who doesn't watch every game won't understand is some of the some of the catches that he made were and no I mean they were unreal catches but the fact of the matter is that this is at the end of the game when the game is on the line and Kirk Cousins is throwing the ball to him on routes that like he's not that open so there there's clearly some chemistry that that's it's being developed there so it is worth the target in my opinion.
0: Josh anybody uh, else you want to pick up? No KJ Osborne and Cordero were my top ones I think Alexander Madison is a really good note I didn't really think about him because I just assumed that Cook finish the game so he'd start again but it's a really it's a really good high upside dart throw
3: my other uh my other guy would be sterling shepherd he's still owned in only about 60 percent of leagues if he is available in your league you should pick him up
2: without
1: uh, a doubt uh i have james white on there i i think if james white is out there it's a, it's a guy to pick up Ron, Ronde
2: Rondo Moore was my second guy. There was a clear, there, like I said earlier, there was a clear plan for Rondell Moore and I, I continue to, just, I feel like that's going to uh, just uh, evolve over time.
1: Anybody else have any other ones? I'm going to throw a couple more out of, if you
2: guys don't. Uh, another here. one that I had was Justin Fields. Tony I, Pollard, uh, if available. Tony yep. Pollard should absolutely be on a roster. Uh,
1: I, I said Henry Ruggs. If he's not on a roster, he needs to be on a roster.
0: Have, has uh, anyone said Sony Michelle?
1: That's a good He's, one. Too. He was the last guy
0: Ooh. on my list. I too.
1: And then I then if you need two quarterbacks for streaming, Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater, both those guys. Yeah. One quarterback league, so you can play them. Yeah. Uh, let's do our one's got to go to finish this thing up. Um, we're looking at all two and O teams. So which one of these teams has to go? Denver Broncos, Carolina Panthers, San Francisco 49ers, the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: Which one's got to go? For me, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I'm not going to say that I'm not sold on the Las Vegas Raiders, but but at the end of the day, like I think the other teams are better than the Las Vegas Raiders. It Everybody was between. Gotta go for me. Oh, get out! They're the most talented team on this they're, list. They're they're my their offense best, looks horrible. they doesn't best matter. They're winning games hard. with a horrible looking offense and an well, offensive. All coach. these teams are winning games at
3: this point. I think
0: I'm tell them, Jerry tell. Yes. Tell them let's no, go. No, they're my best team. They're my number one of these four. Um, it was down to Denver. Rank and them in Las, four. Rank Las all four Vegas. of them. That'd be fun. San Francisco, one Carolina, two Las Vegas, three Denver, four
1: Denver, one Vegas, two Carolina, three San Francisco, four for me.
2: I'll go San Francisco, one Denver, two Carolina, three
0: Las Vegas, four.
1: I love what I'm seeing from Teddy. I love, I love Teddy. It. I we love, love Teddy.
0: Teddy two gloves showing out. What can I say?
1: <laughs> Jeremy, rank them for us and then
3: send us out of here.
0: All three of those ones. I mean, all of them are really close. Uh,
3: I would go Dark, Denver, so. Vegas, Carolina,
0: San Francisco, I think.
1: It's a great list. Great list.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth and a Mile. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Go Dave, and we'll see you.